What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And on today's episode, we're going to be breaking down a new update uh, in the Lonzo Ball situation. This one coming from Ramona Shelburne. We're also going to talk about are AK and Eversley building this team more to compete later down the road and develop the team? Are they trying to build this team to compete right now? I think there's a little bit different of perspective of that from different sects of, of the Bulls fandom. So we're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, hey, thank you for joining me. You can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me on Chicago Bulls Central. And so to get this started, I had been in the mindset completely that I wasn't really going to do much more coverage when it comes to Lonzo Ball and his knee and the recovery until it came out officially from the Chicago Bulls. We were close enough to training camp, close enough to players actually reporting to Chicago that I, I kind of wanted to wait for that. But, you know, I cover the news here. I do cover things that are happening. Ramona Shelburne on her show did have an update. Let me go ahead and play that video now. Injuries kind of wrecked their season, and they didn't before they didn't build off the beginning. They thought they were going to have Lonzo Ball back, but from what I'm told, he's going to miss the training camp and the beginning of the regular season because that knee that he had surgery on um, at the, in January, just the knee is structurally sound, but he has the type of recovery and injury that he's been to a ton of specialists where they've all tried to figure out what's going on with him, but he's still experiencing pain and discomfort in that leg. It's another part of his leg, it was the injury was described to me, and it's I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to mangle the facts here, but it, there's still pain there. Um, and it's a, a sort of a mis mysterious situation with Lonzo, but it's he's in Chicago right now. They're looking at him and going to do a separate evaluation of him and decide how long he they think he's going to be at, or at least get some kind of a plan for him coming back. But Lonzo Ball had a meniscus surgery back in January, and he's still not ready for training camp and won't be ready for the start of the regular season. Going to be expected to miss some time even into the start of the regular season. All right, and this is kind of more of the same. We are initially everything that came out and kind of rejiggered and started this this conversation around Lonzo Ball happened when she was talking to Jamie Cowler, and and that started, and she kind of it doubled down on this. Like one thing that did come out, and at least in what she said, is that Lonzo is apparently in Chicago. I don't know how truthful that is or not. Um, but you know th this this conversation around Lonzo Ball, it, it, the Lonzo was dealt a shit hand. The Bulls fandom was dealt a shit hand. Like. It, it sucks, right? It, I completely understand the frustration around the fandom and definitely if, the, any frustration Lonzo Balls um, is, 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 is experiencing in this situation. Like, to, to, the fact that the knee does seem, even in Ramona's case, structurally sound. So the MCL, I'm sorry, the meniscus tear doesn't seem like that's the issue anymore. It really just does seem like it's this bone bruise. And for those who know, have either suffered a bone bruise or know about bone bruise, yes, they can heal pretty quickly. But they also can linger around for 12 to 18 months and having that uncomfortability and pain management. The one thing that you do want to play it safe, right? And, I, and the way that this Lonzo thing has always been reported is kind of he experiences pain, right? But it's more than that. With a bone bruise, if that's still what's going on, is that you can blow out a knee trying to do too much while you have a, bo a, bro a bone bruise. So there is some, you know, caution there. It's not just fighting through the pain as some people would have you believe. It's not just about that. Again, that's if the bone bruise is still the thing. We haven't got anything official. We just do keep hearing that he's anytime he tries to ramp up, he's experiencing this pain. He's experiencing um, some frustrations. We, we, we hear that part of it, but we don't really know for sure. And that's why I was kind of over the mindset that I was really going to wait. 
We're close enough to training camp until the Bulls officially release something before I really keep covering this. But, you know, with this video, with the, the fan talking and everything, I wanted to go ahead and cover it. And one thing that I think we need to kind of slow down in, 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 our, in our fan base, and this happens not just in Bulls Nation, it happens with a lot of fans, is like you now start hearing the conversations of, well, we should look to trade Lonzo Ball. And I'm going to point out a couple of reasons why that, that's a faulty thinking. For one, you don't want to trade, like Lonzo Ball was everything he was advertised to be. In, in one season, you don't want to trade him away quite yet, even with, you know, some Bulls fans see Io in the wings and, and, and think he's going to develop into the starting point guard, and he very well may. I'm not trying to take away from what uh, Io can develop into because Io can absolutely develop into the starting level point guard, but they think that that just means let's just trade away the piece. And even if that's something that you think, even if Io develops to a point to where we, we, for some reason you think, hey, that money that's going towards Lonzo would be better at maybe going towards the front court or something like that. Again, not saying that that's what I think. I'm just talking about some of the things and comments that I see on this channel and in other places. You're not going to trade a player right now who has a mysterious knee injury that, that we don't know what's going on with. That's not, you're, you're not going to net anything back. And I've seen things as crazy as like trade Lonzo, Kobe White, and the Portland let, let, let me break that down. Hey, Lonzo, a player that has this mysterious injury right now, is, you're not going to get much back for him. There could be a team that much like how I feel is like, hey, what Lonzo can be when healthy, it's worth going ahead and making this move and we'll get him healthy and be, and be willing to wait on that. Kobe White, a player that the NBA as a whole and Bulls Nation is down on and the Portland first round pick that isn't even for sure to convey. Now, it looks like it may. It looks like they are trying to make the playoffs, but it's an unsure thing. You're not going to net something super huge back in a case like that. And I'm seeing Bulls fans like, as far as, oh, we should trade this for, for Tyrese Halliburton. That's ridiculous. We got to calm down with this. We got to stop making knee-jerk reactions. We have to stop being so reactionary to things that are going on and realize, yes, while this sucks, while this hurts, why it does stink, the fact that we're sitting around um, and, and having to have a big question mark on a player that, that has been so important or was so important to what we did last season when we were successful. But making knee-jerk reaction trades isn't the, isn't the fix for that. That isn't how you solve that. Yes, we're going to have to go through this. We're going to hopefully see development from, from Io DeSumo. Uh, Alice Caruso can stay healthy. we got Goran Dragic, who's killing it over in EuroLeague, and Dalen Terry, who may take advantage of this and get some more minutes, and, and we'll see, right? There's a lot of question marks around this, and I know we're at a, at, a, at a time period where Bulls Nation is really kind of frustrated in general, right? And that's kind of what we're going to go into next, but frustrated in general with what they perceive as lack of moves, why everybody else in the East is making these moves, doing these things, and they want to see the Bulls be more active. They thought the Bulls were going to spend more money than the luxury tax thing, and that's frustrating Bulls fans. And so while, yes, this Lonzo news is frustrating, it's disheartening, it sucks, It's it, I hate that we're here, I hate that he's there, I hate that he has to deal with it, I hate all of that. But just, just trading to trade is not the, 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 the solvent for all that right now. Now, to get into the second half of the conversation that I wanted to have today is that even in the live stream yesterday, being in, in conversations and in, in other message boards and comments, things like this, it's a big question about even the, check out today's episode of Locked on Bulls. Me and Pat get into one of our most spirited debates that we've ever gotten into talking about this Bulls roster. Now, the thing is, did the Bulls do even what I thought that they were going to do or were as active or spent the amount of money? No, they did not. And so the question remains to this is, what, are, what is the focus of this front office? Is it to try to compete now, which a lot of people do think, a shout out to my, my counterpart Jamal over at Bulls Central, that think that, okay, the moment that the Bulls traded for Nikola Vucevic, decided to sign DeMar DeRozan, they made that their window for a title. I have been very vocal on the fact that since I started this channel, I never thought and saw this as, hey, we signed DeMar, now boom, we're going to compete for a title. 
I saw it as we were making steps to continue to improve the team, show the valiant effort to make and put out a, a team, a playoff team out there, not only to keep Zach, to attract other free agents, to, to, to get rid of some of the other pieces that this front office didn't draft. And then bring back veteran pieces. I've talked about it as well. Like even bringing back Nikola Vucevic, right? And what they traded for Nikola Vucevic, it was a calculated risk. They, they traded for a player that was a little older that they can get out of the deal. It wasn't long-term money attached to it. Even DeMar, free agent next season. They kind of allowed themselves to be players now, to, to, to compete now, be competitive now to a degree, but not necessarily opening up that title window. Now, some Bulls fans think the Bulls should have opened that title window by trading for Rudy Gobert. I have been vocal as well saying that I didn't think a Rudy Gobert trade even if you included Patrick Williams makes you a surefire championship team it makes you a better team make probably gets you to an ECF but doesn't make you a, a title contender a surefire title contender so what is the front office doing right like are they trying to just stay stagnant are they are they content with just being in the middle of the pack are they building more towards the future my answer to that is what it has been they're doing both right if a deal opens itself up now Right. And that's not to say that they're not going out and be proactive monitoring the market. But if a deal is available that's going to make the Bulls a surefire title contender, I think Acme, uh, AK and Eversley are going to do it. But with that said, right, they're not mortgaging their future completely. They did give up first round picks that could have had Franz Wagner on this team. They gave up a, another first round pick is why we don't have our first round pick this season. And then they gave up another one in the DeMar deal. Right. So, yeah, they gave up future assets to be able to compete now, but still maintaining most of their future assets as well. They got back another first-round pick in the Portland deal, and, and then we see if that's going to come to fruition this season when they don't have their own first-round pick. We have our own first-round pick next season, then we don't have the pick after that, but then we go back to having our own first-round picks. Um, so it, it, it really is, as what I think that AK and Eversley are doing, is that they are trying to compete now. They are trying to give the, a, a fun, exciting team that can go on playoff runs that, that is not a title contender, but if something, if a disgruntled superstar wants to trade, if a free agent, a big time free agent just looks at this Bulls team and says, hey, that's the team that I want to play for. I want to play with Lonzo. I want to play with Io. I want to play with Zach Levine. I want to play with P. Will. He can do some things to make things easier on me. Whatever it is, they, they have opened that window, but they haven't truly opened up that championship window. And some Bulls fans, rightfully so, are frustrated by that. They want to see action now. And I can't disagree with that, right? Now, is that going to come by trading Patrick Williams? I've said this before. I don't think they're going to trade Patch Williams anytime soon. Yes, he was the fourth overall pick. Yes, he has not had the usual production you expect from, from fourth overall picks. I understand all of that. But they knew when they selected Patrick Williams that they were, that was a development piece that they were going to have to invest years, 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 and years into. I don't think Patch, I think I, even if Patrick Williams has another nine-point season, they're not going to look, look to move on from Patrick Williams. They're going to continue to try to develop that talent. He's only 21 years old. They, he's going to get his second deal and maybe play out the full most of that before the Bulls may then look to move on from him if he's still not giving them what they what they expected or what they need at that time. I look at bringing in DeMar DeRozan as bringing in a piece that, hey, yes, we brought in DeMar DeRozan. We don't have to rely on Patrick Williams scoring right now. He can bring that along slowly. Now, some things also to be said with that, that the coaching staff have to, it has to develop that part of Patrick Williams' game because they don't put the ball in Patrick Williams' hands a lot. We need to see a little bit more of that. But looking at this team, looking at what this front office is, trying to build at least what i see that they're trying to build is that they aren't trying to completely mortgage their future just to compete right now and then fizzle out and then maybe we have a quote-unquote 
contending team for two or three years, and then we age out, and then we have to spend the next five or six years trying to rebuild and restock young talent. The way that I see this team and the way that I think AK and Eversley are building this is they have the potential right now. They have, if a championship opportunity presents itself or a player to bring in to up those chances, they have a, a, a position to do that. But then they have, if that does not happen, if a player does not come here, if, the, if, if for some reason ownership does not let them go into the luxury tax to sign another big time free agent or whatever else happens with the money, that's not what I'm trying to get into, right? Uh, if that does not happen, then they're going to continue to try to build. They're going to continue to try to get talent, hit, hopefully get a still of a draft, things like that. That's what this front office is trying to do. Now, is it right? Is it wrong? That's not what I'm here to do. Let me be clear. I'm not here to label one way as being right over one way being wrong. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm just here to identify what I think this front office is doing. Is it going to pan out? Some would say it hopes so. I said it before as well. Like as much as I am an AK I trust, right, to a degree, that some of these picks have to start hitting. If Patrick Williams in the next two or three years has not really developed, you got to start looking at them a little and questioning. If Dalen Terry doesn't turn into something, you have to start questioning. If Marco Samotovic, who you gave the three-year deal to over Io DeSumo, can't get on an NBA court and is regulated in a second season to just being in the G League, you start raising questions there. There are a lot of potential pluses, minuses that could come along with the Chicago Bulls team, and we, we just haven't seen it happen quite yet. So yes, I'm taking the more patient approach, but best believe, best believe, this is Chicago Bulls Central. I'm Hayes, a.k.a. Petty Roosevelt. When things start not panning out over a long amount of time, I'm going to be the first one to go off about it. But as of right now, I'm seeing the vision, at least what I think the vision is, and it's allowing me to try to, 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 try to see it through. I don't have the microwave mindset that a lot of fans in sports and media in general have right now, where it's like, if you're not where we want you to be right now, that means you're not doing nothing. I don't think that this front office has done nothing. They haven't done some of the moves that I thought they would do. They have drafted some people that I didn't think they would draft, right? They haven't come along quite to the level that we need right now, but I'm still taking the wait and see approach overall. But you can only kick the can down the road for so long. That's with the money. That's with drafting people. That's with development of players. Like when you look at what AK and Eversley are doing, even now bringing in the international scout, like they are, they have their eyes open on everything. They haven't quite made their championship move yet, though. They haven't made their surefire thing that, that, that says, hey, now we are in our championship window. They've, they've opened the playoff window. They've opened the competition window. They've opened the window of hopefully bringing in free agents. We heard AK say people want to come to Chicago. We didn't see it this offseason. We need to start eventually seeing it. But as of right now, I see the vision, but the execution of the vision hasn't come to fruition yet. And we need to get there sooner rather than later at some point start seeing signs and flashes of some of these things coming along for the chicago bulls because the fan base is ready to revolt in, in some degree some are more patient than others but there are a lot of questions that's being risen up now with the way that things have gone and i kind of understand that let me know what you guys think about that one down below also something i didn't talk about because i didn't think it was big news malcolm hill did re-sign with the chicago bulls on a two-way deal now they did extend him a two-way qualifying offer earlier just took him a while to sign it so this wasn't like super big news that's why i didn't like do its own video when it dropped things like that goran's still killing it over in Eurobasket. uh marco's playing pretty well as well not as good as goran Dragic. that's where we are with bulls fandom right now let me know what you guys think about everything down below sound off i want to hear your opinions loud and proud on this one but again thank you for being the best part of chicago bull central if you want to follow the show you can just do so at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns 
BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and a voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. 2K, I get 2K tonight. So I may post some 2K content here shortly. Uh, for those that like it, if you don't like it, it won't it'll be there. But like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. And see red people. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.